Hell yeah, right. baby yeah, boy. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. My, my, I'm fucking ripped right now. I want to let you know. I, I had Fuck a little kombucha yeah. before this. Fuck so yeah. Daddy You're ripped. From telling you, man, I forget after not having a drink in over a year and a half, this little bit of alcohol in these kombuchas, man, <laughs> it, I don't, it fucks with me. It'll get you. It'll get you, It's dude. so, it's like the pussiest thing about me that I get kind of loopy on kombucha. Yeah. But... Boy, it happens, it's man. It's that boot dude. It's that crazy boot wrecked over here, dude. dude. I yeah. I worked at a, a tech company bank called Bank Simple for a little bit, and uh, they had kombucha on the tap, and you just go get oh, as much as yeah. you want. But the thing is, I started drinking it all the time as my just beverage every day. And I don't know if yeah, you know, you but hooked. your your gut gets pretty buck wild. If you do that, if you're just drinking straight kombucha all the time, your poops get weird and you have to oh. do them a lot and your tummy starts to hurt because, you know, whatever it is, like the probiotic shit, it's like the bacteria yeah. in your gut is you're fucking... You're getting too much biotic. Yeah, they, they are having a party down there <laughs> yeah. and you can feel how active it is like in your gut. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, be careful your, with that shit. Your solution was not to slow it down. You just kept... Part, like, I kept going, dude. I was just, <laughs> like, just like, it was just yeah. coffee and kombucha and coffee and kombucha. Oh, well, bro, so I'm just like, coffee and kombucha. Yeah, oh, yeah. Don't oh, blame yeah. that on the booch, baby. No, I'm, it's don't cocktail. Just, it's a cocktail yeah. of, of things happening. I get that. But yeah, I, oh, I was just yeah, doing my dude. little coffee kombucha every day and man, just started slamming my hole. You know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> oh, just like just ruining the hole me down being there. Slammed, dude. Yeah, slammed. Getting straight slammed. Dude, bro. it's like screwed up down there. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I got to be careful with the booch. Yeah. Yeah. You're a, you're a sensitive little lad. So you can't I mean, I just started be... wearing a diaper, is what I'm trying to tell you, man. I started yeah. wearing a diaper yeah. at the In bank. a shit bucket. I just yeah. sat yeah. above a shit bucket <laughs> yeah. with a little diapy. Yeah. My little diapy, yeah. just, you know, helping people with their bank stuff, you know, and just having weird, bad poos all the time, you know? You're like, sir, you're lucky this is an online bank because yeah. I am shitting right you're now. You're lucky you can't see me because I am sitting in the yeah. office right now in a diapy and I, I need to be diapy. changed. <laughs> yeah. And they don't have a, a guy who changes the diapies on tap. They <laughs> no, just they have not. a booch. Yeah. So yeah. I got to do it myself. Which they just got messy. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. It's very tough. It's tough. It's tough. I think I was eating mostly granola bars at that time, too, so that it's just not a good situation down there. You man. were eating only free office food at the time, it oh, sounds like. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You, were, yeah. you were like, you know what? We'll start off with a little booch, a little That's brew. That's the whole point of granola working Granola in, in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it'll wreck your... No, anytime an office has like free snacks... It's a lot of like processed sugar. Oh yeah. So you're by the by lunchtime you're just like, oh dude, I feel awful. Yeah. And then you go get something downtown and that adds to it. And mm -hmm. then that's how you become fat and lazy and depressed. Dude, yeah. Totally. Totally. And uh, you know, how long did you even work at that fucking bank for? It wasn't long, was it? It wasn't long. It was like two months, maybe. Yeah. I remember that. you were in and out of that bad oh, boy pretty yeah. quick. I was like, fuck this place, man. This is not working. This is not my vibe. I always like it though, you know how like comics gather together in houses. I do like it because that was kind of a somewhat comic job, right? Weren't there a number of comics? There were a couple of comics there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. I always like knowing that a company's being ruined from the inside when mm -hmm. a when a when a stand. It's a pale parasite. When a stand up gets a job and they start helping other comics get a job, it's that company's doomed. Oh, sooner totally. or later, that totally. company will fail. You can't have guys like us 
in a workforce. I'm not going to call out any of my fellow workers, but I, I could tell all of us were in the bottom percentile. There was one person. <laughs> There's one person that clearly seemed like they liked this job. Competent. And, yeah, competent. But I also, it, but the way it came off to me, it's like in this situation, if, if I know a comic and they're good at this job, I'm like, oh, you're thinking of quitting comedy then. I see. Like you're, you want to do yeah, this. You want to be dangerous. good here. So you're not right. going to do stand up anymore. Okay. It's like, why I see. do I, I, I see you at work and I'll see you at these mics, baby. Yeah. So, yeah. Seems you try like to you're... Cl- climb the corporate baby shitting diaper of Simple Bank or whatever the fuck it's called. Right, right. Which is a horrible bank, by the way. Don't bank with them. They're shitty. They suck. Uh, and, and that's based off no nothing real besides like they just they just sucked so there you go the fact that they hired you i would never bank with them. dude yeah do not they let they thought i was good at the job too. yeah they you were like I mean? this guy he's a climber dude and they would call me in the offices you. and say this you you have high they would they would break my stats down they would be like you're yeah. actually pretty fast so like i was oh, considered fast no. okay no yeah no i can't I saw you at when you worked at that biscuit place. How depressed you were! I can only imagine Dude, how so depressed <laughs> you were in a bank, in a bank, in a bank, bro. Because you, you delivered days. my biscuits, dog, and I had never seen you as sad in in your life. I had never seen a man who was usually so filled with happiness and joy hollowed out than when I went to go get a discounted biscuit from you. Dude, if there's if there's something you got to know about me, it's I, I mean I hate jobs. I hate jobs. Your little okay? apron, your little cocked hat. You had your hat all cocked cute and you're like and you just had nothing behind those <laughs> eyes, man. I was terrified for you. I was like, "Get this. We need to extra I mean, I'll start working here to get this guy out of here. This guy is fucking going to kill him. You don't want blood on these biscuits, bro." brain biscuit dude he's gonna just dome himself dude yeah that was such that was such a rough time in my life having to work at that biscuit place because it just made me feel i you know you never feel more like you're going backwards than like if you have to go back to working at like fast food essentially it was essentially portland fast food right so yeah Yeah. it may as well Well, have been a mcdonald's yeah it was bougie donald's um and it's weird when you go see a friend at work because I remember that day, and I was like, it was sunny. I was with my girlfriend. We yeah. were just having a breakfast. It was like, hell yeah! And I saw you, and I was like, wow, this is the duality of man right, right. here, dude. Right. I'm just, I'm looking into another world right now, and I yeah. don't have the, I can't feel it because yeah. this counter separates the good life from the bad life. Right, right. But to be fair, you play board games for a living now. Yeah, heck yeah. And right. I'm unemployed, so. I karma caught up to me for that one good day I had. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the whole time I was working at the biscuit place, I knew I was about to transition into the board game thing. It was all right. just setting me up for that, which yeah. was good. So, you know, we all have our path, baby. Yeah. We all have our path. Yeah. And I and, better not, uh, I better not end up back in the biscuit place. Cause I'll, Oh man, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do if I have to go back to biscuits, man. Yeah, we, you know, I imagine this podcast wouldn't continue. I think you would be too depressed to I'd talk about too depressed, worldly dude. events. Yeah. You would just be yeah. like... Listeners, be like, you Look. better listen to yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. seriously, start up these Venmos because the if Venmos. Hunter... We can't lose Hungry Hunty over here. We can't lose me. Fucking, I'm all the work of the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except for you understand. reading. I'm, I'm about 50-50 yeah. with reading. But. 50-50 on the reading, but 100% on the editing. Yeah. 
and it's a two man pod, so he's fifty percent of the entertainment. So yes. huge chunk would be lost. Yeah. If Hunter and I'm not, you know me, I'm not going to learn a new skill. I'm not going to learn how to edit Dude, yeah, a solo like what are, podcast. What are, what are you going to do if I'm not here to edit? What are you going to do? Just like write them down and like mail, like yeah. mail your thoughts to people. Like just I'm going to buy a tape recorder and record them on tape, <laughs> and then just be like, "Yo, do you want the pod this week? It's four weeks old. Do you want it?" And uh, you know, that'll last for about a day, and then I'll quit. It's like you walking around. It's like you have a mixtape. It's like you're walking yeah. around. Like, do you want to listen to my my podcast? Pod that's on this tape. Do you want to? Yeah. You just got to pop it in your thing, and then you're good. And you're good to go, baby. So no, if you if we lose you, you're gonna you're find done. another nerd. You're gonna have to find a new nerd. In order and honestly, to get... you're the only one I've ever been able to tolerate. Right. Like right. You, you have enough non nerd. You're not a hundred percent in the the matrix that I can't. Yeah talk to you the nerd matrix but some of these motherfuckers some of the people Ooh, yeah what's your- the worst nerd you've ever met the deepest <sighs> nerdiest little little shit that you ever had that i've to deal actually with. let's see i'm trying to think that i've actually had to deal with yeah you had to be had to be in a space some ner- with well some nerds are like fine and like i'm friendly within them but i couldn't like do a show like this right. like i worked with some nerds at that at the stickbot place. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like, Those guys they were, were right. chill. They were chill. I mean, I wouldn't want to like. I don't know like what our comedy dynamic would have been. Right, right. But they weren't like bad. Like, ugh, disgusting. I don't have to deal with the people on your like in your board game world. I don't totally, think I've ever totally. met. I don't think I've met nerds that deep. Well, yeah, you have met some of them though because they've come out to shows. And yeah, you, but they I remember the times that they've come up and they wouldn't make eye contact with me and they would shake your hand only and then they would slide like slide away <laughs> into the shadows. Like I remember a couple guys, you know, hey this guy's um he listens to Space Cats and I'd be like, "Hi," and he would immediately look at the floor and then talk to you and then be like, "Bye." And then he would just step back. So, yeah. so you, I'm hearing a little bit of jealousy. I think is really what happened. Is that you, you? You saw me getting respect from someone, right. and it made you it made you jealous. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think that's what. Here's happened. the thing: I want respect from worlds that I don't even occupy. Like, I yeah, want yeah. the board game people to respect me and to know me, <laughs> even though I don't respect them or know anything about and them. And you're not going to make any content that like works for them, really. No, no. That's In fact, not- I make shit that is possibly the worst thing for them to hear. Yeah, totally, totally. Agro alpha male shit yeah. that th- goes in the faces of everything they hold dear. But that, no, no, I, no. But this, but here's the thing. Here's what's in it for them: is you've got this agro alpha in air quotes uh, maga hey, shit. Take, Trump, take Trump those shit. quotes away. <laughs> All right, I'll shove them in my butt. <laughs> yeah, uh, shove them up your fucking asshole. And then, and then I'm this like beta cuck who's right. actually pretty hot. Uh, and then what they do is they listen to it and they imagine that they're me. I'm their proxy. And they oh. get to pretend that they're friends with you. You know what oh, I mean? Because they've yeah, never had a they've never, They want one, right. you know? They've never had a Chad in their life. Yeah, yeah. I'm just out here. I'm fucking dominating the world. Yeah. You know, I, I wear tight fitting clothes over my fit hot bod. Yeah, totally. My totally. My bulge is very evident, so you know what I'm dealing with down yeah, yeah, there. yeah. And they're like, if I could even get close to a man like that, right, right, my life would probably improve. Right, they're, 
vis-a-vis, I am now Hunter in this podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And that's the right. dynamic. That's that's how you sell it to them. Now, I mean, obviously, in real life, we're just both losers, but they don't need yeah. to know that part. You know what I mean? No, they we'll don't, edit, we'll edit this part it. out for sure. That oh, we're this just a is bun- not we're, going in. This is just me and you time. We are fucking idiot losers. We're like really? just kind of loser doofuses. Yeah. Do you ever re- wake up one day and you go, <laughs> wow, I didn't see it happening this way? You know, I really didn't see it happening this way. I don't way. really know what I thought was going to happen, to be honest. I don't think I have very good, like, I think I know what I want to do next week, but I don't think yeah. I'm very good at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, qualify that. You got about a week in advance where but you're beyond at. beyond that, I haven't really had a very good idea where this is going, basically. Well, I guess that's true. I guess more it's just like, you know, when you're young, you have this feeling of like something special is gonna happen exactly to me something special is gonna happen to me yeah yeah totally totally. and then you kind of realize you know day by day Mm -hmm. minute by minute honestly right 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 so you're like holy like each minute you're like oh my god what is happening (laughs) you know holy shit okay this is happening all right uh and then you just i feel like at some point you just you, you take a step back and you're like wow like I'm just another guy. Like I'm just another <laughs> fucking guy. Like your your whole I'm the 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 hero of my movie. Right. The movie is a movie no one would really want to watch. It's not right, like what right. is the entertainment value of well, your the, movie? I think the realization isn't that you're the hero in your own movie. It's that there's actually just one movie and we're all in it and almost all of us are extras is the problem. Sometimes most of us, like ninety nine percent of the the world, is made up of extras that don't even make the movie. Like right, they don't right. even the, get camera. And your time. parts are definitely cut. Like you're not yeah, gonna make like, the final cut no, of, the, of the movie yeah, that we're right. all in. You know, and, yeah. And so now we're trying to grasp at like how do I get in the movie? And we right. do. And now what, what's happening is we're just doing dumber and dumber shit for that movie attention. Right. It's like hey. I'm, you know, I'm doing this. And people are like, well, that could, that's probably, in the, I guess that's movie worthy for 10 seconds right now. Like, right. we'll give it 10 seconds of airtime the and then movie, we move yeah. on. Yeah. And that might be your only movie shot, but at least you were in the movie. I mean, that's the thing. Right. These people are in the movie, baby. I mean, yeah. they're getting it. The movie is also becoming worse and worse. You know, it, it, it in real time. A, it hasn't even real finished time, yet, and people are just like, oh, this movie sucks. Yeah, but you like can't look away because it's literally the only movie well, that yeah, you're it's ever going to... It's, it's like a bad horror movie is what it is. Right. And it's weird because sometimes you're in the audience and like you're having a good day, but the camera isn't on you. you know? <laughs> yeah, you're getting, right. Like, you're getting like a fucking blowjob, and it's like, what is anybody going to film this and like put <laughs> this in the movie? And they're like, no, nah, we got like better blowjobs out there to put right. in. Or, you know... You're definitely, it's definitely not going to be, you got to get in the highest percentile of a thing, you know? Yeah. So I don't know how you do that, you know? You got to pick a weird thing and be the best at that weird thing, you know? Or do some dangerous shit. Well, okay, so like, what are we, okay, so let's, how are we going to get, like, if, you know, I don't want to be the extra anymore, I want to be the number one guy. What do we got to do? Oh, you wait, wait. You want to be the number one guy? For a second, for a minute. I'm saying, how do we cash in on our on our 15 minutes 
a that's, fame that we are that's owed. A that's shooting. the American dream. That's a shooting. Okay, so that's the only you way. Shoot Is that the only idea people. you got? Or I mean, honestly, that's kind of what the filmmakers clearly want right now. Is like <laughs> right. a lot of shootings. Yeah. So okay, okay. If you're trying to have some, like, think about who's directing this movie, my man. It's not gay, cool guys like you. It's it's dumb people. So I they're going to be like. They're going to want some shootings. Right. I just had this thought of me getting like really good at one weird random thing. Like I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to, I can eat more cheesecake in an hour than anyone. And I have my big day to show it off. And then there's a shooting. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) And I'm the one who's shooting because I knew I didn't want you. I didn't want you to get any attention. So I just started shooting everybody. They're just about to open on your cheesecake achievement, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they just hear these. Bub, 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 this man the can cameras, eat eighty cheesecakes. Turn over, and it's me, and I'm just giving you the <laughs> finger because I'm me. like, yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> shooting all. I'm shooting every cheesecake, and then I'm shooting you. I'm shooting your life's work in front of your eyes. That's the last thing you see on earth is your life's work being shot up by me for attention. That's so great. there, so I just trumped your plan. So you gotta you have to shoot you me. You're right, gonna have right. to shoot me. Well, see, that's me the thing is I've got a gun hidden in the cheesecake, in the first oh, cake. So like wow. you pull your gun and I okay. reach into the cheesecake and pull out my cheese gun. And yeah. now, now. But it's kind of all something. like you're like, can't get to the trigger because it's gunked in <laughs> so cheesecake. It's like really gunked like, up. Like there's lots of cheesecake yeah. in it. And then maybe that's your attention because you're licking the cheesecake off a gun, and that's just kind of weird looking. So right. people might put the cameras quickly, on that for a little and, and bit. And that's the whole thing. That's how because I've trained in eating right. cheesecake quickly. So you yeah. know, I pull this cheesecake gun, gun out, and I'm eat, I'm nibbling all over it, and I'm cleaning right. it the fuck up. I'm eating. Yeah, I'm the inside the gun. Off. Yeah, you're yeah you're cleaning the yeah you're 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 licking the bullets. You're loading yeah, those yeah. things up. And then yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And so I jam my gun into the cheesecake because I don't want to be one out. But I'm not that good at eating it. So my gun is all slowly being eaten off. Right. And it's it just and then you shoot me and then I'm dead. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of yeah. save your own cheesecakes. And that right. is that'll that'll get you ten seconds in the movie, I'm totally. sure. Totally. Totally. So cheesecake man defends himself with hidden yes. gun. And then I go in to jail cheese- though, because it's like, do you have permits for this? And I'm gonna be like, permits? Like what? What I've that? been spending my entire about? life trying to get good at eating cheesecake. I didn't Dude. go to get a gun permit. Yeah. I'm not going to... So, I don't understand. I'm from Arkansas. I don't think we do those yeah. there. Pretty sure you, we we're don't. Not, we're not even a state in this union anymore, dog. Dude, so you yeah. need to leave us alone. Dude, yeah. Arkansas needs to secede, dude. Just Arkansas Sovereign solo. citizen, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We, we could do it. I think we got the economy for it. I mean, we're the second poorest state in the union, but we have we do, we do have a lot but of you'd rice. Be the, you'd be the richest of your own country probably well that's not true actually because alice walton lives in arkansas and she is the richest woman in the world so no not you but if you okay yeah you're the second poorest state out of 50 but if you became your own country you'd be one out of one oh the richest country country in our country yeah is that how it works does germany say we're the richest germany does i think so i mean that's like we are actually like like, yo dude we're like the richest germany yeah (laughs) I'm the richest ass Germany right now. There are no other Germanies that can say that. You know, couldn't top us. Just us. Yeah. So you'd be the rich, richest Arkansas, which is pretty sick. Honestly, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's pretty sick, bro. That's pretty sick. So bro. yeah, 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 yeah. When are we doing our? Fr- we need to do a live show. I think it's. I think while COVID's still happening, we need to schedule like a big live show. And as in live, as in on the internet. No, live is in oh. in a physical place. Because here's the thing: I was thinking about this the other day. 
the arenas, we could probably hit up an arena in a city yeah. and be like, listen, you guys, you guys don't have haven't shit had events. going on right now. Give us the fucking Moda, bitch. <laughs> I'm like, give us the we Moda do the Moda in Portland so we can do our live show. Because here's the thing. We have a lot of fans, but we're, let's be real, probably not going to sell out. So we can... That's a lot of space lot of for space. social distancing. You know what you I mean? You get 10 people in the Moda and we're in the Dude, middle of center court screaming up to the guys. You're telling me you don't want right. 10 people in the Moda? Like, that's fine, dude. Yeah. You just need to unlock the door for us. We'll we be able to like to... play hide and seek with the audience, you know? Yeah. That would yeah. be most of the show, I most imagine. Most of the show would be like, yeah. is, who is here? Is anyone Who's here? Who's here? Yeah. Is, did anybody show up to the show, or we are, are you just hiding? Like, try yelling louder, anybody? Right. Anybody out there? Is this on? That Here's was, my. This is a real suggestion that the ten people who listen to the show can chime in on if they'd mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. So today, I picked up uh, Mark Fisher's book. Oh shit! So I'm thinking, if we get enough people into the idea, this is just an idea is that we do like a bonus episode. The book is very thin. It's much yeah, thinner yeah. than I thought. Yes. We could do like a bonus episode where we read the book chapter by chapter like and the audience could just get be like, "All right, this is a bonus episode. We're going to get chapter 1 of this." Bro. And bro. then they could fucking be like, "Oh, I'm reading the book too." And then we just do chapter discussions and it only take I mean the book is almost like a thick pamphlet. I mean, it's fucking Yeah. It's not much. Yeah. Um, I thought, you know, you always assume books with these titles are going to be like fucking 800 pages. Right, and you're right, like, Doug, right. come on, Mark Fisher. You it's know, just I can't people, read. They write essays on the internet right. and then they're like, oh, this could be a book. Okay, fine. Like, yeah. Do you want to so, add more to it? I don't know. I kind of feel like it's good already. All right. I love thin books because it may, I can say I finished a book. Right. No one needs to know that it was. That was really short. You know. I could have read it in the lobby of the dentist office. I think you just so, came up with a really good idea for like a Patreon, really. Yes. And, and we've, I'm, I'm only saying this because I don't know if we have enough people to listen and make a Patreon happen. Oh, I would love to have a Patreon where we only get $5 from one guy every month. I would I love like, that. I like our boy who sends us the Venmos. Right. Because he personalizes them. Yeah, he that's just, true. He thanked us... As his daddy's last time. Yeah, I loved it. So, you know, maybe he could just go to Patreon, I guess. Right. Well, now it kind of sounds like (laughs) really what we're doing is trying. We're just we just want Patreon to get theirs. How about this? Yeah. What we're doing is we're we're I'm worried about Patreon, dude. I feel like they're not they're not doing well well, and they they, need some of our bucks you know what i mean because they're desperate and they're pathetic i get their advertising stuff and it's just like they're begging for money you know what i mean so we take our five dollars we get every once in a while yeah and we kind of like we cut a little slice off of that yeah we We take a we go you know what it's easier because then hunter gets two and i get two and then patreon gets one and i like that i like i don't like a company not getting theirs in this world. Have you ever seen that? Uh, that it's. I think it's a gift from uh, Five Will Goes West, where they have that one bean, like a tiny bean, 
and they, yeah. there's like a little mouse family and they're like cutting the bean into little oh, slices yeah, yeah. for them. Yeah, that's that's what I want to do with the money we're making from this show. That's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I want a $5 donation to go to Patreon, but then we have to filter it through PayPal. So PayPal also <laughs> gets a cut when we <laughs> yeah. take it out. I want it to go through two other entities before the money hits our pockets. Yeah. Because we've been so, balling too hard. Let's be real. Like, we're making dude, way too much money off Do you understand how fucking hard I'm balling in this pandemic? It's kind of okay, crazy. I'm, lo- I'm locked in my room. I can't breathe the outside air. So your dad, your daddy is just on the internet spending whatever he wants because, <laughs> you know, you better bring shit to me during this fucking yeah, uh, the last days on planet Earth. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, I want to put it through Patreon, kick it down through um paypal right. gonna send that over to venmo get it faster so they cut a little they cut the one percent out because yeah yeah, yeah. get yeah do go the fast, through the credit card instantaneous yeah. Yeah, instant instant yeah and uh you know maybe even dump it in cash app so by the time we get it four major corporations have touched it which makes the money pure yes and uh it's kind of like four gods have touched shit through your money it's yeah, gone through i like it it's I gone like through the a corporate human centipede, mm-hmm. and then it just shits out in our hands, and it's twenty five cents each. I love it. I love it. Um, I yeah. I and I think having our money washed through the hands of these clean companies, yes. will make the money. It will taste better, and also It'll, we'll kind of yeah. know that these companies need us. You know what I mean? And they're going to start yeah. hitting us up if they don't get their their little share, right? You know, and that's yeah, how, and we'll get. We like to dom each other, but also I want to start doming corporations. You know? Yeah, because these little corporate cucks are going to have to send us little nudie pictures. Yeah. You know, we got fucking Jack from Twitter. They own Cash App. He's going to be sending us shirtless, pinching on his nips. And we're like, oh, you want a little dough? Right. Well, you got to wait because it's got to go through three other corporations before you get it, Jack. I say this. We start an OnlyFans for our Patreon. Yes. That that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. Our yeah. Patreon itself should be dommed by OnlyFans. OnlyFans. And OnlyFans... That has a Patreon built inside of it, so yes. you have to you have to donate to the OnlyFans to get the link to the Patreon, and you donate there, and so and you, you kind of put the dump- money in there, and then it goes through our whole system that we just set up. Yeah, and poops so now out we've got six corporations. Mm-hmm. It's a little Russian doll kind of thing, and yeah. you keep thinking you're going to get the content, and we keep thinking we're going to get the money, <laughs> but eventually no one gets the content, and we get an eighth of what we the donation was. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And that's a pretty, I mean, I don't know, but I'd say that's a great way to, to get this economy kicking is just have everybody touch the money that's going around that's so everybody a gets idea. a little piece. That is a great idea. Little, little piece of the money. Well, you know how um, podcasts do this cool thing now where you can watch them record it? You can watch like, yes. a video of them talking into microphones. It's like riveting. It's like really yes. good footage. Like it'll be like some guy talking People to a microphone. Love it. It's People really love it. good. It's it's very cool because it's like you're thinking well, like this is good video because you're watching someone speak into a microphone and and that's all that's happening, but it's very good. You know what I mean? Well, a lot of these people don't have friends, so to see another human is a shocking Feels experience to good. them. Yeah. And so they can watch their new fake friends who they never have talked to and honestly would ride over them. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. they were ever in need of any help. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll be listening to Joe Rogan because you know I'm a big rogue head. Um, dude, you're you're probably the biggest rogue head I've ever met in my yeah, entire dude, life. Yeah, I give a lot of rogue head. Um, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, when you're on the road, you give mad rogue head, <laughs> yeah, dog. Dude, it's we've crazy. done a lot of we've done a lot of trips to Bend where I was getting some serious rogue head. It's and nuts. It was, it's, it's it was while you were driving, which yeah. is even I couldn't I, believe it. I'm talented. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll be listening to Joe, and I'll be like, I can't tell like how stoned Joe is for this one. And that's when I pull up the video to kind of check. And it's pretty easy to figure out, you know I mean? It's like, how much is he, how is he, he tends to squint a lot when he's really, really high, you know? Yeah. It's like, he's barely looking at the person sitting in front of him. Right, he's looking through them at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tends to look through people. Well, he's trying to suck the DMT out of their brains (laughs) at that point. He's he's, trying to get high. He's a fiend for that, you know? Yeah. So he's just like sitting in the back of his brain. Just like trying to suck DMT. Yeah, he's trying to brain suck it out of them. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I like the videos for, is to see how how stoned in the eyes people look. Um, Yeah. So what I'm thinking is we do that same thing for our our thing. We start putting out a video version. Yes. On YouTube, no, fuck YouTube. On Vimeo, no, fuck Vimeo. Pornhub, dude. I don't even think they'd notice. I I don't even think they'd notice, man. I think it'd be fine. Two doms cuck a podcast. Dude, that's got to be. You need to be able to watch this show on Pornhub. Yeah, I want that. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, because I also just want because it's convenient for our listeners. Let's be real. Like these are jagoffs. Okay, these people. Yeah. Oh, our. Yeah. I know personally all of our listeners, and I know their homepage is Pornhub. Yeah. I know yeah, yeah, as soon yeah. as they click online, it goes right to Pornhub, and they're just like, oh, where's my favorite podcast? And right. they're up. Right. Loaded. And I, and I kind of like the idea of this show kind of being like, oh, did you just finish? Well, come listen. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. uh, or where it's all prep. You know what I mean? It's like, after I think you this listen is more of this. a foreplay show. This yeah. is kind of getting okay, them moist. Sure, sure. They're yeah. getting lubed up. You know, they get they do an hour of deep intellectual dives, and they go, I have never been harder. <laughs> it's time to go see Alexis Texas shake that ass. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I think we're we're a great foreplay show. We're really right, good right. kind of. And I've, you know, I have had fans reach out and say, hey, my girlfriend can't get off anymore unless you guys are playing in the background. Right, I say, right, I right. say, no shit. Your fucking girlfriend is a loser for dating you, but yeah. thank you for fucking towards us, even right. though you can't probably even get it up. Right. And, you know, I get m- daily messages of guys being like, oh my God, Put you put the pot on their day. She's never come harder. Yeah, and yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you get the same messages. I mean, you get oh, the same yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. different people, same message. It's right. crazy. Different people, kind of like kind of skews a little older. Yeah, like, you get the kind of, of the milf crowd. Kind of yeah, up, being like milf and gilf crowd. I get yeah. the I get the barely legal teens. Right, right. Uh, portion <laughs> yeah, of our that's, that's fun thing. To, <laughs> that's a funny thing to brag about. <laughs> Those are the people who really like me on the show is the barely legal teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I'm going to cancel uh, you. Now, yeah, I'm, no, now, oh, now I'm now I'm going to cancel. You've been you. waiting now for me to say it. Time. Yes. I, it was all it was all a ruse just to get you to this wow. point. And now I I've knew got eventually you. my own podcast mate would cancel me. I just didn't know that it was going to be the barely legal teens comment. Yeah, yeah, no, that was the one. I was trying to get <laughs> us it. there. I was like, how do oh, I get him to say fuck. it? Yeah. God damn it. You trapped me, dude. That was yeah. a great trap. Yeah, I, and I, I am a I, cop, so that's the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah, you <got> <laughs> You're under arrest, dude. I'm driving uh, to back to Portland right now to get you. Yeah. Um citizen's arrest. Well, 
yeah let's talk about our thing today yeah well this is great you're a cop this is a great transition exactly cop talk we got to talk cop talk it's cop know? talk this is our, our segment of the show new, yeah rear, new segment. welcome rear, to cop talk. Rear, cop talk uh yeah man so i picked this article this week um because it's actually a piece of for me not for you because you're a traitor a piece <laughs> of local journalism for me because yeah, i yeah. still live i still live in the town you abandoned right um, right and i like that you picked you didn't pick the portland mercury not that one because nope. that one doesn't love us that one's not that, that one, one hasn't, hasn't shown given us any me love shit for love i want to give uh, so this is in the willamette week which i was on the cover of tw- in 2018 and i was inside of in 2019 and you were inside <laughs> of yeah you kind of had a more deep connection in a way because i was just on top <laughs> you were just and on you the were cover in. but for me you yeah. had to really open it up and, and check in you there you'd be like wow okay i read number one through three let's see what four is up to <laughs> were you four I was number four. Yeah, yeah. I was You're, the fourth funniest person in 2019. What up? Right. Yeah. And that was a very scientific poll. Yeah, They yeah, actually yeah. did... A, the entire year, they did laugh meters on every comic set. They yeah. realized that by laughs, they just tuned into the megahertz it's, and we're like this guy objective. is objective it's not like they yeah. they don't do like some sort of like lazy poll of all of the dweebiest dweebs in portland to no. see what they like they do not do that that would be that would be horrible that would be horrible yeah yeah so so i was on in 2018 you were in in 2019 mm-hmm. and uh and no one will be in or on in 2020 so honestly right. you were the last class baby last Good class for you love congrats it. yeah i i shut um, it down you shut that shit fucking down, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is called War Movies. It's by this guy, Aaron Mesh, who I don't know if I've ever met, actually, but I see him on Twitter because I know he does a lot of writing for the Willamette Week. And it was uh, he went and kind of followed the, I guess you would call them the like guerrilla press corps for the Portland protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a, for a couple nights on like the hundredth and hundredth and first night of the protest, and uh, I picked it i actually thought there was going to be a little more about the philosophy instead of just the kind of just like the regular what, stuff they go through yeah because yeah, i was more interested in i thought he was going to do more of a take on like uh you know what are these people showing and right. what are they and he talked a little bit about it but the way they they wrote the tweet it sounded like the article was going to be more like he's going to tell you his thoughts on journalistic no, the, ethics in a protest yeah the the first guy Yao, kind of sounds like he's very much kind of split or just kind of in between on how he feels about any of it really to be honest yeah that was the impression i was getting so he followed uh this guy named what's his first something Yao. he's 30 justin, years old justin Yao. justin Yao, uh who's kind of become a guy who goes out pretty much every night. He seems pretty um, solid. His Twitter is at P documentarians. Yes. So goes out, takes pictures, um, and seemed to be the more neutral of the parties in terms of what he was willing to cover mm-hmm. in terms of like not shying away. If the protesters get violent, um, as compared to the second person whose name is Alyssa Azar, who was much more like, I don't show faces of protesters. Right. I never take pictures of protesters if they're doing anything that's questionable. Um, you know, and then I, that was really, that was, those were the two people, right? 
No, there's a third, I thought. Oh, there was a third, yeah. This guy, Ryan, but he was kind of at the end, and he was more of a... Felt like he was kind of an add-on to this article. Yeah, I think, I mean, because the whole thing with Ryan is that he's one of the... I don't know know how much this got circulated, but the Molotov cocktails that got thrown a couple nights ago... Uh, or actually, I don't know how long ago it was now, but uh, he actually got yeah, it's hit. It's probably like a week ago now. Yeah, yeah, he got. If you saw the video, it was pretty viral. I think it's probably more viral on right wing news sites because oh, yeah, it totally. showed a protester getting fucked up. But somebody from the protest threw a Molotov, and it actually hit this photographer, and he does he has to kind of do this like high steppy dance that I think got turned into like a gif and a meme and all sorts of shit. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it, they got eaten up by the right wing because they were like, yeah, fuck this guy or whatever. Right, but he right. honestly was a photographer in, in, in the article. He's getting paid by some European magazine to, to cover the protest. So so there's those three. Um, I mean, just from my own personal experience of being down there, when, when I went down there the three or four times um, with Jesse to do some interviews, mm-hmm. you know, I... There is definitely a, uh, uh, I would say, a, a somewhat suspicious nature by some of the protesters of anybody who's doing anything that they think is against their narrative. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot. the the Right. So Jesse and I had an experience with this where we, uh, on the last night of the feds, which was one of the crazier nights it seemed like obviously because they were going away the next day so they didn't really seem to hold anything back but uh there was like a fight that had kind of broken out between it looked like some kind of kids hanging out and like a protester and all this stuff i think people don't realize it's fucking chaotic like it already it looks Mm -hmm. chaotic Mm -hmm. but you have to put yourself in like how much can you actually take in like when you get these videos it's like you see so much more than even your own set of eyes would be seen. Right. Because you're like kind of also looking out for your own safety and shit. So, you know, you catch bits and pieces of things, um, you know. And so Jesse and I started film, you know, Jesse started filming this fight because, you know, it was just, it's an interesting thing to see like, okay, well, clearly not everybody who's out in the protest is on the same side because they're, getting in a fist fight right now or right. kind of like a almost a mugging because it was like teens beating up you know i couldn't tell because they were in like a full black mask it seemed like it was either like a smaller guy mm-hmm. or it was like maybe a woman even and you know like you're just like oh shit okay this is weird and you know maybe 10 seconds into jesse filming we had two protesters full black you know you can only see their eyes cover up the camera and get in front of us and say like you know we're not you guys aren't going to film this and i don't think we included it on the video but jesse in the audio goes well i didn't ask you know it's not up to you (laughs) right and they and they respond like well we didn't ask like we didn't they said something of long like we're not waiting to ask or we're you know they were basically just like doesn't matter what you want Right. And, you know, they ended up slapping the camera. They broke his light off his camera. We got in this pretty verbal thing. They eventually Damn, started dude. calling us cops and fascists, which is, to me, the sh- one of the lowest, scummiest thing you can do because it's just like asking for somebody to get their ass kicked in a situation right. like that. None of the protesters, I mean, me and Jesse are these two doofy, white, tall, white guys 
with a camera and I have a microphone in my Zoom. Like I'm right, we're right. like clearly And so you're like, Trumpy as hell, so I mean you could have been a boogaloo boy or whatever. You could have exactly. been anybody like that. I could have yeah. been I you know, and I, I I shouldn't have worn a giant mega flag cape, <laughs> but that was on me. I will give you know, that was dumb to do that and to have a swastika tattooed on my forehead. I shouldn't have done that. And, and yeah. you never tell people that you're Jewish. You always right. you always start talking I, about I, Nazi stuff and then you never explain I never mention the jew part of it no i mean i just you know i just kind of banter i throw swastikas out there and just say see what happens mm-hmm. um but you know these people immediately called us a cop and called us fascist and like started shouting it to try to get people to surround to come us kick your ass <laughs> and it didn't work luckily um but it was pretty i was just like wow like how quickly things had changed you know Jesse and I had been tear gassed. We had been shot at. Like we had been out in these things enough to be like, you know, we had a pretty good sense of how the cops were acting. But so I guess I'm tying this in because there's that second lady who's like, I don't film. She was kind of of that ilk. Like I don't film protesters doing anything bad. Right, and to me, right. that's the, that I think the left doesn't realize how much that contributes if you, I feel like it's much better to show everything that's happening and try to put it into context and right. say, "Look, tell hey, a full story." Yeah, this happened. The protests totally disagree with this. We think this is insane, but it did happen. We're not going to yeah. pretend it didn't. Right. Because instead, there's a that was the thing that was so dumb to us is like, okay, you're mad at us. There's 20 other people on their cell phones filming this fight right now. Mm-hmm. You only picked us because we looked quote unquote like official. You know, because right. we had like a, an actual DSLR and a microphone. But there's a million. I mean, you can't stop people filming from these. Every person has a camera. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they were like, you're not going to film. It's like, well, this fight is getting online if people want to post it. I mean, that's the fight is going to. No, I mean, that's this is just out there now. Right. So these people are fighting a completely losing and pointless battle because what I see it as is. You're telling people don't film. You're trying to intimidate. Other press have been intimidated. I've known. I knew a guy, that guy Mike that we did Andy Main's podcast mm-hmm. with. Twice he's been cornered by people who accused him of being a cop, like, and he's to the point where he's been like almost mugged because people just thought that he was like a white-looking dad guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He must like no way could this guy be a protester. He must be an undercover cop. Wow, that's funny because I mean I don't know that guy very well, but I know for sure. Uh, the the vibe I got off of him was like, this is definitely a protest dad. This is a protest yes. dad as heck. <laughs> like he's a hundred percent protest dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, I ran into him down there. He's like, dude, like I've been cornered twice down here. I almost got my ass kicked by people. I, I, I'm okay. I think this is true. This is true. He. <laughs> The first time he told me he got protested, the only way he saved himself was he's, he pulled his dick out and was like, would a cop do this? <laughs> <laughs> and he scared all the people away because he just literally started shaking his dick at them because he was just like, there's no way this? a cop would do this. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Maybe an undercover would. That the sounds like an undercover show, cop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um. Damn. You know, and so damn, it, that's funny. I just think, to me, you know, you're putting the you're putting press on your badge or, or your, on your helmet, but you're refusing to show the whole side. It's just like, just call yourself a protester, then. 
Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just yeah, a protester you're, you're, yeah. with a camera at you're that You're a point. protester with a camera. Like, you're not trying to show what's happening. Yeah, and well, honestly... I mean, this does yeah. feel a little bit, though. I, I do want to put a little bit of context of this, that the idea of just, like, these people on, like, kind of the low, the, the foot soldiers of journalism on this, like, kind of lowest rung, that they would have to, like, be objective when people at the highest level of this are not objective either sure I, I just want to call that out a little bit like i don't i don't want yeah. it, i don't want it to feel like let's let's hold the little guy accountable like sure it's pretty rotten all the way up to the tippity top right i yeah and but those I don't bubble, think- the bubbles that are forming don't really help you know what i mean the bubble of just like here's like uh, as many examples of police brutality as as we can get and then also, and then you look at that if it's like you kind of already predisposed to 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 feel that way, anyways. And I'm, and I'm not trying to say that that police brutality doesn't mean anything. Obviously, it does. But then also, if you're a right winger on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you can just go to like, here's oh. a compilation of all of the stuff the protesters have done, just in one little thing. So I think what I I feel like the goal would be to try and get it all in one frame. You know what I mean? Like here's all of it at once. Here's the, the full scale of it. And, and it, yeah, I, and I do agree with that. I mean, it's yeah. To say that the main problem in the world right now is, is fucking people who are taking Venmo donations for live streaming, (laughs) right. Are not, but that is what the article is about. And so I guess I just saying is it's like, I just, to me, it hurts the cause and in, in more it hurts the cause in terms of if you were just like look man we're going to show all sides of it good and bad and then you kind of provided like well yes what you're seeing right now is bad mm-hmm. but what you didn't see is like these cops riled these guys i mean i'm just saying there's like i think the job of these people more it's hard because all they're doing is pointing a camera or whatever and then you are just like well this is the truth because this is what i'm seeing with my own eyes right. but it's like you miss like what happened before again like not act people think that they're getting the whole truth because it's a video but it's like being down there you again like you realize like how much you're not fucking seeing it's so it's right right yeah totally it is so hectic especially when the feds when it was really getting tons of media coverage because it's died down a lot now because it's just kind of like well now you're seeing the same 200 people fight with the cops every night Whereas before, when I was down there, it was like federal federal occupation, mm-hmm. thousands of people. It got right. national coverage. You know, every, like CNN is not here anymore. There's right. nobody here anymore. It's just local people like these guys still doing it. Right. But you just realize how much detail you don't see. And like an example that is pretty brutal, but I think was actually a pretty interesting case is there was a, there was a, well, I was on the road to or from Minneapolis. So this was like, let's say two or three weeks ago. There was a, there was a case of this, this guy, his name is Marquise Love. Uh, He basically like, like there's this guy, it's hard to explain basically, but I think it's a good example of how quickly you realize how video like portrays stuff is there was a confrontation between a person and like people at the protest site downtown. And this guy, Marquise love uh, was down there and like kicks a dude in the side of his head to the point where he's like bleeding from the back of his head. Like it was a very violent thing. And so I was, I was gone, but I, somebody caught 
he was like a guy with like a GoPro or something, and he was like following the case for he. It was like a almost a thirty-five minute video, and it was really insane because it wasn't a little clip of just like a guy kicking ahead. He was actually at the start of the incident, which happened blocks away, and was able to follow this thing mm-hmm. that led with this kick to the head, and you saw how the guy who got kicked in the head really was trying to kind of separate these people and like you could see him pop in and out of the video like trying to get people away and he ended up being the victim of this just because shit happens so quickly and people lose their minds in a in a situation like this Mm -hmm. but i was like wow this is like the first long form video i've seen of like how an incident started, mm-hmm. how it moved, who the players were. You could see the characters who kept right, coming right. in. The guy did a really good job of just kind of being in the middle with cl- – no one really seemed to notice or care that he was filming. So that's why I think it was some type of like – I don't know. You know, He just got a lot of like, wow, like this guy and this guy keep arguing. And then later you saw like, oh, now they're fighting. And that's all to say is just like – I had the patience and interest to watch a 35 minute video to actually see like what happened. Right. Whereas a lot of this stuff is a minute long, 30 seconds long. Yeah. 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 Most of the people who got that story just saw the kick and it's just like, which is brutal. And you know, the guy, fuck that guy who kicked the dude in the head. But like to see it just unfold of like how quickly these things in 35 minutes, you went from, it was a pretty quiet milling around outside of the 7-Eleven downtown from the Justice Center to a guy going to jail for, you know, aggravated assault, potentially attempted murder if they charge him for that Mm because it was a pretty vicious injury. And, like, all we're seeing on these Twitter things is, like, one quick thing because they know that's what sells. Like, no one is actually looking for any type of narrative. They just want the little clip to fit their narrative already. Already. They just want their shit to be... And that just who who is that helping i mean you know like honestly i feel like i mean i don't know if this is just like where this conversation has taken us at this point but like because i mean i i know a lot of the people that do this are just like like people we just know but like right that's what i like about the live streamers that are doing it like the the way that if if i'm ever actually trying to watch what's going on thus far all i've done is gone to there's a twitch channel uh, you'll love this. They're called woke, um, and they just Hell show yeah. all. They'll they'll they'll. It's just like a multicam thing where they have oh, all of these different yeah. streamers, and they show them on one screen. And you'll see, you know, like right right after the George Floyd thing, when the protests were going on all over the country, you could just watch different streams from everywhere all at once. And the thing about streaming, yeah, is like you can't just be like look, it's just this one thing. It's like they they literally can't um, kind of force the events into a pre-fit mold because they don't turn the camera off. Um, Right. So I think that's like a new media option that to me feels a lot more sincere than anything else. I mean, you still get like, you know, the streamer's point of view if they're like talking through it. If they're not talking through it, then it's literally, you might as well just be there at that point. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, I think it's weird that, of course, every time the the most important pieces of media that have to do with the protests have to do with fucking Twitter and little little quick clips, little digestible nuggets that provide no context and no uh, no deeper understanding of of what is going on. 
actually. So I don't know. I and like streamers, just, though. I, the, why, why don't they write a story about streamers? There's a lot of people streaming every night, basically. Yeah, the stream things, I haven't really watched those as much. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I get, I, I understand your point. I just feel like the streamers sometimes, it's just like, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's even more to your point because it isn't as entertaining. It isn't. It is no, just a it lot doesn't of like work the same way. It's a but, lot of like walking around yeah. and. Um, but that's but that's the thing is like the the problem. It, this is like the problem with news writ large is like if you want it to be useful, it's not going to be fun. It can't be. Yeah. It's the the fun and entertainment do like literally will will kind of force these people to simplify the story because they got to they got to cut the fat and sometimes well, context they have to have a is fucking in the fat. angle on it yeah, then yeah totally totally like that's like why comedians when comedians do stuff it's like like the daily show it's like well they get to have their angle cuz they're still trying to do comedy right but you're the fucking news you guys are the media you're the supposedly the bastion of like telling us what's actually going on you can't have at least like bright glaring angles. I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to have some because it's just humans, but your whole job is supposed to be doing the best you can to smooth those angles out and be like, no, this is just exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, the it's weird because these people, these people who were like, we're talking about, I feel like have this weird balance that they get to, occupy where they're somehow seen as like quote unquote like more objective because they're like in the shit they're like right they're right in the shit but it's also like clear that at least a lot of them have a have some type of very obvious angle so their objectivity is almost like wait like even the mercury man like you know i follow their stuff on twitter and i and i'm you know reading their reporters and they're and and you know it's not surprising but it's like it's very obviously like fuck the cops right you know it's like this is the mercury like yeah it's like a lefty portland like free weekly but it's like you know if i'm going to you for the coverage i don't really want you to be saying shit like that like i'm not Mm -hmm. i I, there's enough people i can go to for like fuck the cops angles right i don't want the portland mercury to have that angle i want them to be like well this is what's happening right now I don't know. It just kind of like cheapens it for me. Then I'm like, so. Well, yeah. Don't tell me why tell would me I trust to, you. Don't tell me what to think. Tell me what happened. Like, don't don't right. don't tell me. Don't don't bake your opinion into it because maybe I'm gonna read the maybe I'm gonna read what happened and have the same like the effect might even be the same. You know what I mean? Like you might but tell me what happened last night and I'm probably yeah. like, yeah. I don't want to make it sound like you show me some footage and I'm not gonna be like fuck the cops, but like. You don't need to tell me fuck the cops on the front end. You know what I mean? Like you don't need well, to say welcome to what happened. Pe- fuck the cops. Show right. me what happened. I, I and I, then people are going to be suspicious though too because they're like, well, you're already saying fuck the cops, and then you're showing me this shit that would make me think fuck the cops. But now I'm like, well, what did you leave out? Because if your opinion is already there up top, why would I trust you to like not to show the whole story? Yeah, it's it's. And I guess, like, you know, again, like, Portland, the Mercury, or, or like, they probably understand that their audience is, like, probably wants that content. Right. But it's, like, it's not, I don't know. It's just such a weird environment where it's just, like, 
no one trusts big media anymore because they're like kind of you know they're always like 500 yards away from it or like right. you know they're it's like there's news segments on it or are two minutes and right. that's all we get and it's mostly a guy standing on a street corner talking to us about what happened we don't right. really see and much and they're they're not in it they're not in it they're at all. not they're in not it. showing you a picture of it which i would say then, thus far though has as far as cable news go has been good for the cops i don't want to glaze over that point i think overall what the protesters have done have been more visually engaging for cable news and so that has gotten i think more coverage than yeah the things that because the difference between someone setting you know people setting a target on fire that's we we can set up far away and just capture that but then like a cop hitting someone with a baton we have to be there and then also cops have unions you know what i mean i don't like if i if i work for cable news and i shoot you know uh, some video of some protester doing some stuff we don't even have to talk about the anything you know what i mean we're not they're not worried at all they just throw it up there you know what i mean right no one's gonna be like you know talking to them behind the scenes being like well this this kid uh he's got lawyers and they're here like you know what i mean there's no yeah there's no defense for that person so like i do want to say i do think overall in the cable news world it has had a slant that is obviously going one direction well it's sexier though too yeah if you see a bunch of people who are with homemade shields burning mattresses you're like people are gonna watch this i don't right. really care i mean that's again what we're talking about it's like it's entertaining it's it's a way to like you know that both sides will have a reaction which is probably honestly what they want at this point it's like you know the left will be mad that we're showing this and we and we know the right will eat it up right because now they can say look the protesters are bad like the news is like kind of just like it probably created a lot of the polarization but now it just gets to fucking it knows the it gets equation. to ride it, it can, yeah it yeah just, it can just fucking feel it out and be like cool well we know what this will do to both camps and therefore we'll just do it and we'll just keep pumping it out and we don't really need to explain because you know if it's on fox we know who our audience is and if it's on msnbc or cnn we know who are like they the they never have to tell set. anybody anything they don't want to hear. You know what I mean? You're, right. you're never in that situation where you're getting news that is kind of difficult to handle because it goes against maybe your instincts and your own just way that you already feel. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and also it's never it's never a story that's very difficult to tell, or at least well, it doesn't feel t- that way from from what? this perspective. The weird thing that, you know, like, if you consider, like, every person, like, reading a news article or watching a video that an, an organization has put out as, like, a customer, so to speak, mm-hmm. you, it's weird because, like, on one hand, you know, if you, or if you're on Fox News, you're obviously, like, the customer base wants pro-government, pro-cop. Yeah, totally. You know, that shit. But... I am a kind of amazed that like some of this stuff hasn't like, like I I would always just, I want to hear like what goes on in some, some of these newsrooms, like maybe of a more neutral ish thing like the New York times, because like they do get ripped apart a lot. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, these critiques are valid. Like they, they, um, when that guy who was killed by the right wing protester, when he was killed by the cops, Mm -hmm. the guy who killed the right wing protester was killed by the cops who gave that vice, 
you know, in a one New York Times article, the early edition, they wrote that he was like an Antifa guy. And then the later one, they scrubbed that. And it just, and it's like all these people are like, why would you take that out? Like, that looks like you're intentionally trying to like remove this pretty valid piece of information that right, he's clearly right. an Antifa guy. I mean, and all these right wing people are like, how the fuck are you taking this out? Like, if it was a proud boy who would murder, you would yeah. have said proud boy, proud right. boy, proud. So it's like, why are you not listening to that? Why are you making it a news story Ooh. about how you're covering it? Just fucking put it in there. Why right. are you is, doing is that? There, is there no, like, is there no place in the market? Because I guess it's a market. It's a news market, it is. right? It's a news market. So why is there not like a, like, why when I go to the news market, why isn't there like a stand that's like, hey, so like our thing is like, we're trying to be really credible. So like, right, you like, might not hear shit that you like here all the time. Okay. But that's part of being an adult. So like sometimes you, it's, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes it'll be difficult, but it doesn't seem like anybody really cares that much about credibility even think about like like this is this is to me like such a such a minor like i don't even know who this is for but that atlantic piece that came out like last week that was saying like anonymous sources have said that trump called like so dead soldiers losers and stuff oh yeah first of all i don't of course that's probably true but that doesn't mean that like i want to read that somebody is like based the uh, uh, the whole perception of this off just anonymous sources. It's like I don't feel like you should even get to write about that if you don't have somebody that's willing to go on the record and say, "I heard him say this." Even that would be like kind of flimsy because that's just based off like one person saying a thing. But I guess what I'm saying is, I don't like if you're somebody that believes that Trump would say this, you probably are not voting for him anyways already you're already you're already not in that camp so if you're somebody that likes trump you probably don't believe that he would say this in which case if you're going to write a story about it wouldn't you have to i don't know prove that he said it so who is the article for like are we just at a point now where journalists write articles that are merely just you're just supposed to read them and then they're just like a back scratcher for your brain to just be like yeah he does suck it's like, dude, I know he sucks. We've I, we've been living in this reality since 2016. I don't need to need, read like a new article that says like, did you know that in private, Trump farts smell <laughs> way worse than normal farts? They smell like, dude, it's like nuclear waste when he farts, dude. Now, I don't have any evidence for that. I don't even have a picture of him farting. But my friend Jerry told me that his farts smell really bad. It's like, is there? Can we can we talk about the stuff we know he's done? Because that stuff's pretty bad. That should be enough, in my opinion, to do the job. I don't know why you need to make up extra shit right. that you don't have evidence for about this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I was split on it only in terms of like, uh, yeah, the anonymous source thing. I think is weird because it is like. Yes, how basically I just, you have I just to, don't think it's for anybody. Like this isn't going to convince anybody of anything unless unless you already thought that he would say this. In which case, like yeah, well, it might it might convince some soldiers or some military people who are on more or you know like I'm not I don't think it you can say that it wouldn't convince anybody. I mean I've I think some people who are like 
their big issue is the military. If they found out the commander in chief doesn't respect them, could potentially change their vote. I right, think- but you, but you already have real like. I, I'm just saying, like, let's say that's what you're like a journalist. You want to make that case. I think you could make that case with stuff he's done in public on the record already. Like, sure. why do you need to like I think- hurt the credibility of your argument by bringing in stuff that's easily refuted by someone just being like, "Well, you don't. We don't even know who's saying this." Right. I think. At this point, people are, I don't know, like, I keep overall wrestling with the question, like, we're clearly going down a one-way street right now. Mm-hmm. How do we get off that street? And I right. wish somebody had, that would be a leader I would listen to, kind of regardless of their party right now. If a Republican was like, hey, man, I have these beliefs but I also, my mega interest is making sure we don't k- kill each other right now. I would be right. like, let's get this guy in office. Like, <laughs> yeah. let, like, I don't really care anymore because all the other issues that we we fight about are not going to even be discussed or solved in a way that like actually would produce any real change until, and I know this sounds like super white liberally and and I know immediately this would be criticized by a lot of people I know and we know, but I'm just like, okay, so tell me like these people who are so like, fuck this side, like fuck the right or fuck the left. I'm like, tell me in a, what world, like the world right now you have your camp and it's not going well. Right. So <laughs> in my, in my math, the only way you could get a world better in your view would be to convince people on the other side that you actually have some good ideas, which would require talking to them in a way that they would have to listen to you. Yeah, totally. We're not doing that. So shouldn't the main focus being like, Hey, like, what are the national chill-out projects that we could install? Right. Like, what what programs could we download to be like, okay, like, this is going to cool the tension? Because all I see is tension being added to the equation. Totally. And that can only produce worse results. There's going to be more shootings. There's going to be more political violence. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more animosity to your neighbors. Uh, there's going to be more just, like, argumentative, like back and forth online and it's like you know we talked about the article last week how facebook is adding to a lot of that the social media platforms are adding to that but like someone in power at some point has to or we need to elect somebody whose platform is look here's whatever you can ask me about my personal opinions like we need an andrew yang for chill out you know, Andrew Yang was UBI, UBI. He had opinions on other shit, but his main thing every time was UBI. We need a person right. who, go, an Andrew Yang of just like, hey guys, yeah, uh, climate change, yeah, police reform, but really, none of that's going to happen unless either we decide to actually break up as a country. It's like we need to have a coming to God moment. Are we going to just fucking end this project where we have 50 states and they're called the United States of America? Right. Or do we like try to reconcile and actually do it? Because until that happens, this is just going to, that divide is going to keep wedging out to the point of like, you're going to see more people shooting each other and getting, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I can't wait till 2020 is over. Why? Because our fake calendar is going to reset everything, you fucking nah, dummy. Yeah, like, no. 2021 is probably going to be worse, guys. Like, yeah. I don't. I, what do you think just because January 1st oh all this magic had oh, the new January, year's magic this is the January 1st coronavirus vaccine is here so we're good now I mean 
and I know, again, if you ever say that in a lot of circles in Portland, like, I don't know, we really got to talk to the other side. People are like, fuck the other side and fuck them. They're fascists. It's like, okay, well, you can keep saying that to your blue in the face. It's not going to change anything. Right. They hate us just as much. Right. And that doesn't work. That isn't going to work for right. the country. Right. So what's your solution? Who's going to talk about this stuff? And Because I'm just kind of tired of all the other shit because I know that is not going to be brought to the table in any real way until we get some type of handle on this monster that's just being fed by the media and being fed by our anger and being right. fed by all this shit. And until that happens, like, do you think anybody's going to sit to the table and actually have a real, like, okay, well, this is what we think about the cops or this is what we think about X. It's it's, I, it's not going to happen. Right. I think about climate change a lot when it comes to yes. this type of thing. It's just like, okay, like, how do we... Whatever we have to do to get to dealing with climate change, to me, seems like the most important uh, route, basically. So, like, you know, like, it used to be Republicans denied the existence of climate change over the last four years. That's definitely, like, loosened up since, like, the George Bush days, basically. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not saying that it's easy to build a consensus on it, but I just feel like that should be like the number one concern, basically, for sure. Yeah. And it's not even, we're not even close. We're not even sort of close. I mean, Biden and his platform, if you read it, there's the the part about climate change. Um, it sounds really nice, I think, if you're a very gullible person. It sounds like he's literally talked about wanting to be like the FDR of climate change and like jumpstart all of these like new jobs off of like taking, you know, basically rebuilding the economy to be, to, to eliminate carbon. Okay. How do you do something that big without working with everybody basically as a community? Uh, and no one trusts the government and no one trusts the government. Probably the lowest, so, like, I think every day they pull, it's like the lowest trust in the government in history in the United States. No yeah. one fucking trusts the government. Anymore. And also, and also, so like, I guess what I'm saying is whenever I read that, I'm like, that's a great idea. And I would love that. I think you already picked the wrong guy for this. Yeah. You didn't pick like a new person with new ideas and without a lot of baggage that could maybe say, Hey, here's like a new way we need to do stuff. We picked a legacy guy. We picked a guy with a lot of baggage that's been doing this forever. So, and also he seemed to uh, actually a lot in his campaign sort of suggest that he also wants to be like a return to what things were like before Trump. And I don't know the way things were like before Trump is part of how we got to Trump. Like Trump was partly a result of that. And definitely, you know, even Obama had eight years and I didn't feel like climate change was a major concern. It's not like we fixed everything in those eight years. Uh, in fact, what the first two, the first two of those years, the Democrats had complete control of the government, the federal government right. that is, and there was not uh, any climate change action really. So, uh, feels like we maybe already fucked up on that one. It is funny though that he does bother to even, and it's very vague. I mean, it's like a paragraph. It would be sure. like if you asked me if I was running for president, and you were like, "So what are you going to do about climate change?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're just going to fix it, bro." 
And you're like, well, how? <laughs> it's like, I think it's just going to be fixed. If you vote for me, dog, I mean, I think I'm just going to like, I'll turn it down. You know what I mean? Turn it down, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'll go to the thermostat guy. I'll be like, yo, turn this shit down. Yeah, you got to turn this down, this. bro. This, this is way too, way too hot in here. We are not liking it. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just this, this weird, this weird, like, hate uh, is just like, it's like so corrosive and uh i mean it's you see it everywhere now it's just like it's just like background noise but that is the most dangerous because now if it's background noise it's like oh we're not even noticing it as much like right. you just ex- when i go on twitter dude i know when i f- the comics i follow i'm like oh yeah that comic i know he tweets about politics in 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 this way and it's just like po- totally pointless mm-hmm. it's totally just like Oh yeah, who is this for? Oh, the people who believe this 100% already. Great. Well, thanks for, thanks for who ca- like uh, it's just so many who cares messages now. I'm just right. like this isn't interesting. And then anytime someone tries to breach it, they're immediately just like, oh, you want to fucking work with the fascist? It's like, oh okay, yeah. Well, why, why would I speak out? I guess I'll just <laughs> fucking die in a hole, you idiots. Right. Like, right. So it's not good. Yeah. Um, Dude, I think but, this episode was such a good example of what this show is supposed to be. Poo-poo, yeah. dumb, dumb jokes, and then like kind of an existential freak out, you know? Yes. We want yeah. you to laugh, and we want you to get really depressed. Yeah, That's you should laugh and panic is kind of our Laugh things. and panic, okay? Live, We're trying laugh, to, panic. Yeah, live, laugh, panic. That's Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting that. That's our merch. Well, well yeah. there's no merch, but, but there will a, be. It's an idea, <laughs> but there will. <laughs> there's no merch, but there will be merch. Yeah, and it'll yeah, just yeah. kind of be. You know what? How about this? How about this? Is how the merch works. So it's this thing. Uh, it's like a like a you know I don't know like a Kirkland style thing that you would have on your wall, and it says "Live, Laugh, Panic." Okay, yep. but it's just art. the idea of it. You have to send us the money. Right. Okay. We're not going to make it. It's no. an imaginary piece of merch. You yes. still got to pay for it though, and it costs twenty MSRP twenty five dollars. Okay, plus shipping and handling. Plus shipping and handling. So you got to throw yeah. at least three five bones. Extra. Yeah, five yeah. extra. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm upcharging on the uh, <laughs> yeah, SNH yeah. baby. It's ex- <laughs> we couldn't get a good deal. Okay, we could yeah. get it's with DHL or whatever. Right. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough for us. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's it says live laugh love on it. It's really cute. Um, it is just in your imagination, but you still. Well, no, have it says to pay live, laugh, panic. Live, you're, laugh, you're, panic. You're, yeah, you're going back to live, laugh, love, which oh, is whoops, boring yeah, yeah. and Sorry, stupid. Whoops, fuck that up. Live, fuck that up. Well, some live, of laugh, them. Panic. Okay, so the problem is we actually messed some of them up. So some yeah. of the, the first shipment is going to just say regular it's live, say laugh, love. Live, laugh, love, and you actually will get a physical thing that we bought from Goodwill. <laughs> Uh, and so we, and so you will get something real that says little, and you're going to like, but this isn't what I paid for. And you know, like, we'll be like, well, shut the fuck up. You get what right. your daddies tell you. Right. So you either, and, there are two different shipments. There's the one where you yeah. get, you get nothing physical and it's all in your imagination. And those, right. those arrive pretty quickly. And yeah, then, about three to seven weeks, you'll get that. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty fast. And then yeah. there's the first shipment. Um, and those are just regular live, laugh, love things but even and those you can just put them up and imagine that it says panic right that's or next love. day delivery though the, yeah. the live laugh love are next day delivery yeah because we've actually um, already shipped those out to the people yeah uh, and it's just like you you're basically just paying like a fee to claim it you know right yeah so 
that's kind of merch tier one. We're going to drop some other merch daddy shit soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you'll just have to keep listening. And, and keep, keep throwing us money. Yeah, keep Venmoing. At Matt, Hunty Hunt we love you. At the comedian Jake, I want to give my got my little cuck Matt, who's just dropping me five bones every yeah. week. Thanks, um, Matt. Appreciate that. And uh, you know, any other fans who want to do that, feel free to join the little cuck army because right. our uh, cuck army. Yeah, yeah, we got cuck army. We got live, laugh, panic, and you know, we're just creating this little world for you guys to 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 frolic in. So a, f- a friend of mine, this is a friend of mine's idea, but he came up with like a cool charity called Trucks for Cucks. <laughs> where we take cucks and we we buy them big trucks so they could kind of like get their shit together a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. With the truck army and the cuck army, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Trucks for truck cucks. Cuck army. That's Hell that's yeah. our that's our our charity that we're starting. That's trucks our new charity. Yeah. yeah, love it, love it. All right, fellas. Well, uh, I don't know why I assumed there was no women listening to this podcast, but that's um, not true. That's not true. Okay, this but is, uh, yeah, share this. You got. Are you reviewing, guys? Are you fucking reviewing this podcast? We need some reviews. I, I'm going to check, actually. I'm going to see right now if we got any new reviews, because I want... It's getting, it's getting. you know, we're clearly delivering one of the best podcasts out there, and to not be, honestly, inundated with fucking positive feedback is pretty depressing. Yeah, so get, yeah it's pretty messed up. Also, I'm realizing I actually don't. I I don't subscribe to our podcast, so I have to like. God pull it damn up. it! Okay, you're part of the cuck army now. You're getting cucked. Yeah, that's you're getting that, fucking cucked. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's rough. Leave I, your I, own review. Leave a fucking five star review and, oh, and dude, write a review. I could totally leave a fake review. We we leave have a no fake review. Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, Dylan Jenkins gave us a review. That's interesting. Hell yeah! That's what's up. He told me he actually did one earlier and it, they deleted it. So I think they're trying to fucking shadow ban this podcast because it's yeah. too fucking truthful for them yeah well so, so his, his his review from D- dylan jenkins he said i watched these dudes follow a local celebrity at an open mic who did 32 minutes it was funny they are funny you remember what wait, he's wait, talking when about was that no wait when ian carmel did 32 minutes on the helium open mic and we had to go after him <laughs> oh yeah yeah that was ridiculous Hell yeah man. that was insane that was fucking sick dude that was so sick dude we fucking <laughs> did pretty well though i'd say yeah actually we did pretty well but it was we just were the such only a crazy people situation. who could follow that because at least it was two of us right right no one's gonna follow carmel with his fans in the audience just a solo guy so that thank so god for us we got so much off just being like what's going on now why is this yeah. happening <laughs> like, yeah that was awesome man those are the good old days Fuck. yeah i yeah, totally com- forgot about that comedy was fun uh fun it while it lasted fun um, while it lasted all right all right we gotta go we'll you've got you. enough okay you've got enough you got time. enough content bitch yeah. go home all right go to sleep Bye.